0: Welcome to SpinFF. What is up, y'all? This is Jonathan Rollins. Give me Sara. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm, yeah, let's go. <laughs> uh, man, we are at it again, man. Indeed. Ready to rock and roll. How do you feel mentally
1: after the uh, fantasy football draft? Are you recovering <sighs> still?
0: Man, I was, you know, and we left it a mess in here. We did. We did it live. We, uh, did. we did it live. We did it live. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hit that. Uh, <laughs> we'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> 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 no, but we we did it live here. It's always fun. Had the chicken wings. Had the uh, the, mm. the fries and all stuff. Uh, but then, um we left it a mess and got the fuck out of here because you just want to be out of here. Right. After two drafts.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: It was like three hours. Mm-hmm. Almost. Right.
1: And we were here from, I mean, you got, I I got got you got here around four thirty. I got here around
0: five. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I got home at like nine thirty. Man, mm. it was crazy, but it was fun, man. I'm not, not complaining at all. It was
1: fun. Great group. Yeah, man. Uh, Shout out
0: to everybody who participated. Those who, uh, Participated, we're gonna be keeping updates and stuff and uh even extra episodes and stuff on uh on Patreon. So uh, you can call me Champ Champ. Shout Champ. out to Champ Champ who organized the whole thing. <laughs> yeah uh, Champ Champ as Champ the, the commission. Yeah, Commission held it down. Mad love for the commish. Mad love for the commish, even though he was really mad at you. He was really
1: upset with me <laughs> and 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 I felt a little bad on my way home because I didn't realize that making him upset would bring me so much joy. <laughs> <laughs> like I hadn't really anticipated <laughs> that, and it was very organic and in the moment. And uh. essentially, what it was is that I think in both drafts, for some reason, I was picking right before him. Yeah, and I at least twice, maybe three times, it stole l- or four, I took the player that he wanted.
0: Yeah, stole a guy. Stole take. his guy.
1: And um,
0: it is what it is.
1: I, I just felt joy <laughs> yeah,
0: in well, the moment. So, as they say, as they say uh, in the world, which I can't set up, whatever, man, I'm done.
1: It is what it is. <laughs> it
0: is what it is. That's we'll see. I mean, And then they got to play the games. So exactly. The games. We don't know
1: anything. I mean, yeah. I, I the, the player that I stole that he wanted was Anthony Richardson. Yeah, and e- e- this guy some, yeah. might be terrible. Uh in fact the, you know, chances are he is going to be t- he might be a good fantasy qu we'll see. I don't know.
0: Everybody's scrambling now because Travis Kelsey. I saw that. Mm.
1: All those didn't Sean took Kelsey first overall yeah. in the relegation draft. Yeah. And he was like so proud of himself. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about that this morning. Travis He's probably Kelsey like got Damn! Of it,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not happy about any injuries, but when, when I heard that it was gonna affect Sean like that mm. i had to i can't find anything man i moved everything around on the thing uh, whatever
1: did you also feel joy
0: not joy but uh, i was gonna i was gonna do the travis kelsey sound that i cannot find for some reason uh, it, don't get no, it don't get no better than that baby yeah <laughs> i'll find it one of these days i gotta relearn the soundboard i moved it around and i can't find shit exactly ah.
1: um doesn't yeah. Matter. So yeah, we did the fantasy thing. Mm-hmm. uh Also, I was thinking that maybe off the top, we should, <laughs> there it is. It don't
0: get no <laughs> better than that, baby. <laughs> <laughs> all my sounds are gonna be like thirty seconds <laughs> late. So <laughs> <Super laughs> like uh, super delayed. <laughs> we'll be done, and uh, I'll be saying that I think the Dolphins are gonna win the Super Bowl. I was rooting for you. <laughs> we were all rooting for you. How dare you? Way late. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I was thinking that off the
1: top, we should probably remind people that we also have the Pigskin Pick'em, yes, which pig is on ESPN. I believe yes. there's a link on the Facebook page. But we also created, what did they call it? The Survivor League, the Eliminator Challenge. Uh, yes. Right? Yes. I need to... Uh... I also threw that link up on the Facebook page. Okay. And for those of you who don't know how the Eliminator Challenge or, or Survivor League uh, functions, it, it works essentially like... You you pick you, only one team per week.
0: Yeah, and per season, right? Once you pick a team, you can't pick them again.
1: Right, you pick one team per week, mm-hmm. and if that team wins, That's gonna
0: win. The guarantee you, of, you guarantee, guarantee a to win.
1: If that team wins, you, you're still in the game. If your team loses, you're out. Uh, but as you suggested, the trick is you like, for instance, I picked the Ravens to beat the Texans this week. That mm. means that for the rest of the season, I cannot pick, pick the Ravens. Ravens. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Mm. Mm. Fun. I've never done this. It was yeah. your idea, yeah. To throw that in there, I'd never heard of it. I love it. I'm all in. Uh, let's do it. So join. Uh, the link is in the Facebook page. Like I said. Yeah, I
0: gotta find our group and get in there.
1: Um, right. Should we get started? Yeah, let's get started, man. <laughs> let's start with the news. Uh, we're gonna start off by paying our respects to a legitimate NFL legend, a man by the name of Gil Brandt. The one of the original architects of the Dallas Cowboys as America's team, and the guy who is known as the Godfather of modern scouting. This guy passed away last okay. week, age I've of heard ninety-one. The name before uh, he not only helped to build this, like he joined the Cowboys like from the moment they were created, oh and, wow. and helped to sort of build uh, this all of this this sort of dynasty, this nineteen seventies era. Mm. of the Dallas Cowboys, pre-Jerry Jones, back during the... Uh...
0: That's pre Debbie Does Dallas.
1: <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Back during the Tom Landry and the Roger Staubach yeah. and the Drew Pearson and the America's Tony team. Dorsett days and all that kind of stuff. Apparently, he was also a bit of a mad mathematician in the lab who was one of the first to develop his own technique, uh, mm-hmm. scouting process, using this weird kind of scouting process, um, and, and is now essentially what we're doing today. Like, nobody understood mm. it when he was doing it, but now everyone he's, he's essentially was doing analytics before anybody knew what analytics were. Oh, wow. Um, and much of the tactics that he used in order to create a scouting profile uh, is now actually what we would consider the NFL Combine. Like he was doing all of that stuff, like not not just physical stuff. He was testing players. He was testing players physically. He was testing them mentally. Oh shit! He was like interview. Like he had this whole process that that we now sort of like the Paul Brown of the scouting Mm -hmm. process. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Pioneer. Absolutely, the pioneer. Dude's obviously in the NFL Hall of Fame since 2019. Just a very interesting guy. If if you're interested at all, you just Google the name Gil Brandt, and you'll you'll find all kinds of cool stuff out there. Very cool Good. story. Nice. Uh, on to current living humans who are affecting the National Football League. Bucks star wideout Mike Evans mm-hmm. is out here laying some ultimatums
0: Yo, regarding
1: his desire to acquire a new contract. My guy says uh, that if they, the Buccaneers don't offer him a contract extension by September 9th, then this will probably be the last year he plays for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: So he's saying he'll play?
1: Uh, so the way I understand it, to be clear, is that he's not threatening to hold out. Okay. Okay? He's just saying that if this deal doesn't get done before the start of the season, then, then it's probably his last year uh, mm.
0: in Tampa Bay. Writings on the wall.
1: However, man. the Bucs could look at that and say, "Hey, maybe we should trade this dude right fucking now while he's still worth something." Mm-hmm. Bucks are clearly in a re- rebuild.
0: They're gonna get rid of their coach.
1: <laughs> Nothing gets you back into the category of relevant than than premium draft picks, right? Damn. Mike Evans is six foot five, two hundred thirty one pounds. He's made the Pro Bowl four times. Ugh. Surpassed a thousand yards receiving in each of his nine NFL seasons. Wow. Each. Okay, so uh, I would like to play a little game. <laughs> I would like to play a game with Mr. GM Jonathan Rollins. Okay. And ask a very simple question, yeah. Mr. GM Jonathan Rollins. All right. If you were the GM of all of the National Football League, which I realize is not a title, where would you place Mr. Mike Evans?
0: Mm. That's a good question, there, Dick. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I think I might put him in all the teams. I can't just like. I think it'd be fun him in Chicago. Mm-hmm, that could okay. be fun with a claypool and yeah. him, and yeah, that could be fun. But you know what? Let's give Justin Herbert another one, huh? Let's put him in L.A.
1: You are correct, sir. That would be very entertaining to see Mike Evans in Los Angeles playing for the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, man. Other answers that we would have accepted <laughs> for myself, anyway, the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, yes. Uh, would be nice.
0: Uh,
1: perhaps the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Amara St. Brown is a clear number one. That's f- another one. Who too. the fuck else are they throwing the football to? Yeah, that's what, another Khalif good one. Khalif Raymond, come yeah. on, give me a break. Um, yeah,
0: unfair if he goes to like Cincinnati or Miami. actually, it's
1: Josh Reynolds and Marvin Jones Jr. are their next receivers for the for the Lions. Chicago would be fun. The Giants would be fun. Giants would be good. Giants could probably take a swing. Broncos maybe. Broncos yeah. seem to be dropping receivers like flies over there. Oh yeah. Colts Somebody don't have it.
0: Colts. They got Anthony Richardson. Nah, no, that's not nice to Mike Evans. True. I'm thinking about something that benefits <laughs> Evans creates a good offense, fun for the fans. Somewhere we all win.
1: I think, well, personally, I think...
0: You don't send him to, like, Arizona.
1: The the best thing about Anthony Richardson is that, as such an inaccurate quarterback, uh, Uh, he doesn't have anybody to throw the ball to anyway, so it's great. (laughs) So it doesn't matter. Uh, Speaking of the Colts, actually, we're learning more about the Colts' effort to trade Jonathan Taylor. Reports suggest that a boatload of picks, including a first-rounder, was apparently not enough. Uh, when they oh, were dude. dealing with the Dolphins, they also wanted Jalen Waddle
0: as well. <laughs> so they didn't want to make the trade. Is like, Are they just trying to make it hurt his ego? I, like, what's the plan It's here? a fair,
1: uh it, It's a fair judgment that perhaps they didn't want the... Trade because if you think about it, if you look at it clearly, all those picks—the first rounder, J- Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle is a two-year starting wide receiver, still yeah. on his rookie deal. Put yeah. up back-to-back thousand-plus-yard seasons. Yeah. In exchange for a banged-up running back that's apparently not even worth the hundred-dollar bills that Jim ursay wipes his ass with. Are you fucking kidding me?
0: Mm. I mean,
1: Chris yeah. Greer said, "Hell to the fucking no." <laughs> he uh, said it's
0: off the table. He said <laughs> Waddle is off the table. Right, a, he literally waddled Wilkins. off of yeah. the table. <laughs> he waddled he out of the out of the room for the conference call. Uh,
1: we also learned uh, that the Packers attempted to trade for Jonathan Taylor. Ooh! Uh, in this case, reporters have uncovered that the Colts were looking for first round picks, multiple. The Packers' entire wide receiver core. Uh, the ownership deed to Lambeau Field, as well as Matt LaFleur's <laughs> wife, his two young sons, plus any future children that Matt LaFleur and his wife may be planning to have. Damn, they wanted the kids. They wanted the kids, too. They tripping, <laughs>
0: man. Yeah. They want everything. The
1: Packers politely declined because that's how they roll in Green Bay. Politeness yeah, is next to godliness up there.
0: <laughs> what did, did they say what they really wanted?
1: I did I actually just made I made all of that <laughs> up to be clear. The Packers part, the waddle thing was true. Okay. The, and then it inspired the like what could they possibly have wanted from Green Bay? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That's
0: insane.
1: I don't know. I don't know. It's strange. I don't know what they wanted. But and he's whatever. Not, and
0: he's not going to pay play. But I
1: I think that you're right. I think that I think that they ne- I think they attempt, attempted in quotation marks to uh, uh, negotiate in bad faith. Mm. I don't think they had any intention. I think they went out there, they asked for something unreasonable, and they came back to Jonathan Taylor and said, Well,
0: see, we tried. Nobody wants you. Yeah,
1: nobody wants you. You're not worth shit. I, I, I honestly think Jim Ursay is in over his skis. All of these on fucking scammers. But they are who
0: we thought they were.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's the um, hmm, okay, interesting story to keep an eye on. Panthers star pass rusher Brian Burns was out of practice last Friday. Oh. Uh and coach Frank Reich wouldn't say if the absence <laughs> is contract related. So naturally people started to wonder. Then Monday rolled around and by then it had been confirmed that Burns is definitely trying to use this leverage to force a better deal. Brian Burns is I mean, by a country mile their best mm-hmm. defensive player. Uh... We don't know what he wants. I haven't heard anything about what he's looking for. Um, but this team is already, they can't afford to lose anything, especially not him.
0: Well, they they gave up the most precious asset when they let <laughs> um, what the, the coach go. <laughs> oh, right. So we'll see what happens with them, man. I'm not believing in Reich, man.
1: No, me neither. Me neither. Or if I do, it, I think it's going to take time. It's just going to mm. take time. Yeah. It's going to take time. Uh, more holdouts. Chris Jones saga continues mm. in Kansas City. Um, only now they're starting to pop up these rumors that there's a chance that Kansas City could actually trade him.
0: Wow.
1: Um, I personally do not think that will happen. But no. if they do, that would be huge for, Who for anyone who could get their hands on him. Um. Word as of yesterday from Andy Reid is that there's been virtually no progress in the negotiations.
0: Damn, what does he want? Uh, The Aaron Donald money, right?
1: He wants something because apparently, so Aaron Donald is highest paid uh, defensive lineman Mm -hmm. or tackle, as -hmm. it were. Uh, And then I think it's Quentin Johnson for the Jets now, Mm -hmm. who's kind of come just under that. So I'm assuming Chris Jones wants something in between those Mm -hmm. two. Okay. Uh, I don't know. At the moment, all he's doing is posting images on Instagram of him smoking cigars in hot tubs.
0: Uh, Okay. And Chiefs have the worst cap situation.
1: And saying that he's willing to hold out until week eight. So we'll see.
0: Chiefs have the worst cap situation in the NFL. Uh,
1: The other one is Nick Bosa. Now, his Mm -hmm. holdout has flown a little under the radar Mm -hmm. um, until now, because I guess because we're days away from the start of the season um but this is turning into a real situation for the 49ers who are kind of in a ransom type scenario where they need to pay this man what he wants because he's clearly worth it right. um uh, or or they have to find a new uh, like a trade partner that can afford right. what but like cuz it's not just about trading him it's trading him getting value back but it's also finding a team that has the cap space, and the willingness to pay a player like Nick Bosa.
0: Yeah, because once the teams can afford them, they're going to be the teams that are like going to be tanking. Mm. (laughs) They're like, no, 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 we don't want that. I mean, they clearly don't want
1: to trade Nick Bosa, but for a team that has squandered away their first-round picks, uh, you know, trying to hustle their way up in the past few NFL drafts, And very little cap space to work with. The 49ers might have no choice if they Mm. can't afford to pay him.
0: Mm. Um, What about the, uh, hmm? what if he went to, because I'm looking at the teams with the highest cap space. Yep. We got Bears, Raiders, Panthers, Bengals, Cardinals, Browns. Bengals. I was just thinking, what if the Bengals got him? Shit. What if Anarumo gets (laughs) Nick Bosa? (laughs) That's scary. What do you have to give up to get him, though? The uh, the Lions. What if they get him? That would be interesting. I hmm. like that. Yeah, I like it too. Kirk Cousins you know, wouldn't like that. He would not like that at
1: all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say that.
0: <laughs> uh, That's interesting, man. Cowboys are up there too. They're a little bit. They're only two slots down. Jets have some money too. Wow. Yeah. Jets would have posted, and you might as well just clock it, man. They win that division. Hmm. Uh, That's spe- sick.
1: Speaking of the Vikings. The Vikings gave tight end TJ Hawkinson a contract extension, which reportedly makes him the highest paid tight end in NFL history.
0: <laughs> They're just getting ahead of the curve, huh?
1: Hawkinson's deal will reportedly be for four years 68.5 million. Damn. With 42.5 million guaranteed. Uh that's according to Adam Schefter. God damn. Uh that's 17. Little over 17 million average annual salary. Why? Uh, It's just a pinch over Darren Waller. Mm. Yeah. Why? I don't know. They got big, big plans for him. Holy crap. Obviously, Travis Kelsey is sitting home saying, Bring me my money, (laughs)
0: bitches. (laughs) Right? Bring me my money.
1: (laughs) Uh, Let's see. After missing out on the Dalvin Cook and Jonathan Taylor. Uh, sweepstakes Dolphins um, backfield got a little thinner. Yeah, as your boy Jeff Wilson Jr. was placed on injured reserve. Uh, mm-hmm. Have they said what? It was very unclear what happened to
0: him. Uh, I haven't seen what happened to him. I just saw he was down.
1: McDaniel said it was basically multiple injuries. Something he he said something to do with his midsection and something to do with a finger issue. Damn uh are you all at work uh, are you worried as a dolphin's fan
0: nah. no no nah, no not worried. most of is the one who's gonna get the bulk of the carries and a chain looks good but getting rid of uh miles Gaskin looks like it might have been a bad idea but they got this guy uh I think it's cook what's his name? cooks crooks something like that they have a another big running back that
1: <coughs> you know who else is a free agent and just fucking hanging out there who's that kareem hunt Oh, remember him? Yes, he's just out there. I read a few articles about him, and he he apparently is uh, is working out, and he claims that he's in absolutely no rush. He's like, I'm looking for the right spot.
0: Oh wow, he's
1: out there like, okay, okay, all right, mm. yeah, I'll go there. Who needs a running back?
0: Okay, that'd be that'd be a nice. It'd be cool to see where he goes. Yeah, like Kareem Hunt,
1: a little interesting. Uh, another, uh, significant injury, Cooper cup day to day after after. yet another hamstring injury, apparently Cooper cup was flown to Minnesota to see a hamstring specialist. That's never a good headline.
0: No, uh, is this
1: the beginning of the end of the Cooper cup era? Yes. I mean, this is usually how it starts.
0: This is how the Julio era ended. Yep. Just lingering multiple hamstring injuries.
1: It's yeah. Sorry, man. So for all those people, it's been real. I personally, yeah, I don't want to talk about fantasy, but yeah, I thought Cooper Cup being in the top five in fantasy was a little like... ridiculous. Is this is probably a bad idea. It's ridiculous. Uh, 49ers, uh, George Kittle, sidelined with a lingering groin injury. Uh-oh. Not sure if he's going to be ready for week one either.
0: That ain't pretty, is it?
1: Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> and then finally, before we get into our uh, division predictions, I wanted to highlight that we have a new rule this year. And the NFL. The emergency third quarterback rule. Okay. Uh, Now, this rule was obviously inspired by what happened to the 49ers last year.
0: Mm -hmm. Right? And and, uh, the Broncos the year before, right?
1: Broncos the year before, you're right. That was that freaky COVID year where they had to have wide receiver actually had to
0: play. That was them, but the Saints was the other year when like Ian, whatever his name had to play. Oh, Ian Book. Ian Book had to come in and Dolphins just got an easy victory.
1: This was a little different. So in the 49ers game last year, who was it? It was Brock Purdy got hurt. Mm -hmm. And then who was the McCaffrey ended up coming in. And then somebody else got hurt. And you had Jimmy Garoppolo... Like in plain clothes on the sidelines. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But they couldn't play him because he wasn't on the
0: 53-man roster, technically.
1: Uh, So they've created this new uh, emergency third quarterback.
0: Oh, let me guess. One fan randomly from the (laughs) audience gets to come out. It's going to be a raffle. (laughs) You have to buy a raffle ticket. 353C. Come on
1: down. You are the new quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. 49ers.
0: What a 12 year old comes out there and gets lit up. Yeah
1: <laughs> It reminds me of the only time I ever won anything in a raffle when mm. I was like eight years old It went to one of these like redneck picnic festival things, mm. barbecue and shit and they called my raffle number and they're like, who's got number blah blah blah, blah. I stand up and I look you look I look up on stage and the guy's literally holding a chainsaw <laughs> like a giant chainsaw. And as I stand up with a winning raffle ticket, he looks at me like, can I give a chainsaw (laughs) to an eight-year-old? You know what I mean? And then luckily my father was like, oh, I'll I'll go with you. And so I basically won my old man a chainsaw. But it was kind of a funny, (laughs) awkward moment.
0: That is funny. Uh,
1: Okay. So the emergency third quarterback rule. Mm -hmm. This emergency third quarterback must be on the team's 53-player roster. The player okay. cannot just be simply elevated from the practice squad. Okay. Okay. Uh, the team's starting quarterback and its backup quarterback must also be on the 53-man roster. Obviously, okay. that sort of goes without saying. Uh, and the club must have two bona fide quarterbacks uh, on its 47-48 player game day active list. To have an emergency third quarterback, a club cannot designate an emergency third quarterback if it has three or more bona fide quarterbacks on its forty-seven slash forty-eight player game day active list. Um, and the emergency quarterback can only enter the game if the team's active first two quarterbacks are unable to play because of disqualification or injury.
0: So, what was the case before?
1: So, it, that basically, what they're saying is that like you can't you can carry these three quarterbacks on your roster. But that emergency third quarterback, like you can't just bring that dude in for a gadget play.
0: Okay. See what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. They have to be hurt for him. It has
1: to be because of a legitimate injury. Okay. And things like Lamar Jackson needs to take a poop does not qualify. Okay. Right? Remember
0: that? I remember that. That's not a... I'll never forget that shit.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Get it. Now, that being said, if you wish, you could still... Like throw Christian McCaffrey in as your court Like you can Like a player who's playing another You mm-hmm. can still do that if you want Okay yeah, That um, makes sense So that's That's essentially How it'll work
0: Okay I like uh, it So you basically But it said not from the practice squad
1: Correct okay. I mean that person like Has to be on your active Roster The day okay. of the game That third Dude just. So kinda... if you're
0: like my Your quarterback saying Ah Lingering injury Mm-hmm you know what, let's activate such and such today. Mm. Just in case.
1: And they've also st- I mean, there's some wiggle room here, obviously. Like so for instance, uh let's say let let's say let's say the QB one gets knocked out of the game, QB two goes in and he gets injured, the emergency third quarterback can come in. But if it turns out that QB two he's like, I'm okay now, yeah. you're allowed to put him back in. Okay. Oh, so it's good. not like a Okay. What's this soccer. Yeah. And once you come off, you're yeah, off. You're off. You can't yeah. go back on. Um, is that true in baseball? I'm sorry. I'm done. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> might be true in baseball, too, but nobody cares
0: yeah. about baseball. Not a bit. I almost fell asleep when not, you mentioned it.
1: Not here. Nobody here cares
0: about baseball. <laughs> not at all, man. Uh,
1: yeah. So that is the news.
0: I'm, I'm excited to get this next part going. Yeah. Uh,
1: so, again, we will continue on with our um, AFC breakdown. Mm-hmm. Right? We did the NFC last week. For those of you who didn't listen, go back and listen. What the fuck? Why are you so like behind? <laughs> yes. We've already told you everything you should know about the NFC. And now we're moving on to the AFC. And then in the next episode... Yeah. ...will be the last episode before games actually start. So traditionally for us, that's always our prediction episode. Yes. Where we are going to yeah. lay down our takes. We are mm. going to fucking, you know write some shit in stone yes we're gonna lay some bets yes we're gonna say who's gonna win mvp and all that shit we're doing it um but for now we're still pontificating
0: yes but uh first we're gonna take a break and have a word from our sponsors word ready to pop the question That break was brought to you by Brisket and Friends. (laughs) (laughs) Can
1: I say that I really think that this is fun? That we are, I feel like we're doing this all in reverse in a way. Like Brisket and Friends does not sponsor this show, but I feel like we're like wish casting.
0: Yes, it's, it's the secret. I don't know if anybody's read it, but we're manifesting. We're manifesting so, a Brisket and Friends sponsorship. It's, it's our favorite barbecue place.
1: So if any... I feel like it would be weird if we reached out to them and said, no, hey, yeah, we're, we're wishcasting. Very weird. So that's why I th- sort of just spontaneously i am thinking that if any of our listeners mm-hmm. would like to contact Brisket and Friends and say, hey, uh, you guys, already, they think they... Whatever. They're trying... You should sponsor them, yes. basically. You should sponsor this. If they reach guys. out,
0: we're open. We're open. You know, we're holding out until week eight. Right. <laughs> We're gonna be like Chris, Chris Jones. We're holding out till yeah. week 8
1: <laughs> I'm gonna walk around with like. Have you seen this T-shirt that Deion Sanders has printed up for himself that says "I ain't hard to find"? <laughs> I'm like, I want one of Love these shirts Deion. so bad. Shout out to Deion. I ain't hard to find.
0: Shout Unbelievable. Out to Deion, man. They, they uh, in college shaking up the college world. If
1: you're not following the Deion Sanders saga in college football, you're missing out. If this is yeah. the if if you've never gotten into college football, this would be the year to do it because Deion is over there like. Uh, just causing a whole all kinds <laughs> ruckus. of ruckus, all kinds of good trouble. <laughs> He's got all kinds of good trouble over there. Good I love trouble. it. <laughs> yeah,
0: man. All right, AFC. Yeah, we begin with the AFC East. Yeah, man. Oh, are we? Who we got? Huh? We got the Dolphins, the Bills, the Patriots, and the Jets. Mm. The teams. Is that what, is that your question? Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a really good division. Yeah, it's. I think it's gonna be a really good division. Mm-hmm. That's my guess.
1: How okay? Here's my first question. Mm-hmm. How?
0: How hard am I?
1: How <laughs> his thing was hard. <laughs> my thing was hard.
0: Exactly.
1: How 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 much how much am I supposed to believe in the New York Jets?
0: Oh man, I'm not believing. Really? I think the recipe. Has, has for Hard Knocks worn off on you? Hard Knocks worn off. Hard Knocks had me terrified. You know, I was texting <laughs> Episode like, one, you were like, shit, it's over. <laughs> and now I was you're canceled, and like, nah. I was like, man, this year sucked, man. <laughs> it was already this was a, over. This was shitty, man. I came in with high <sighs> expectations. No, um, I think that if you can't block for Rodgers, then it's going to be a disaster. And that's their one problem, is they can't block the offensive line. And, uh, yeah, the, the Dolphins and the Patriots, I think they're both going to have top 10 defenses. So that's four games that they're going to have some trouble. And they start. Have you seen the, the, the schedule?
1: I I, ha- I looked at it once, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. Please rattle it off. Because I'm, I'm I remember gonna, thinking like, holy shit, that's a tough start to the year.
0: Yeah, I'm going to try to find it here.
1: Well, game one is is Sunday night. Versus versus the Bills.
0: Yeah. Right? That's the first that one game. I
1: remember. That's week one.
0: Yeah. The first game on the schedule is the Bills game. I feel like that's going to be a loss. I don't know. Uh, then they play uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Nice. Okay. Those, uh, got Super Bowl expectations. Then they got the Patriots, one of the top defenses Always in the league. Always a tough. Then they got out. the Chiefs. Shit. Then they get a little break with the Broncos. Then they play the Eagles. Wow. <laughs> then they got a bye week, and then they go to the Giants, who are probably par with them, and then the Chargers. So that's week <laughs> one through nine. All the only one you can say they'll probably win is the uh Broncos that they're favorites. That's a gauntlet. And the uh and the Giants that they might be favorites. That's a tough start. So if they come out of that two and four, you know, or two something like that, two and five. Uh now we're getting scary right you got to dig out of the hole so
1: also the other thing that i think is like kind of a um a bit of a canary in the coal mine situation is that you know when you watch hard knocks at the moment you can see that aaron Rodgers is very much enjoying the fact that he's Mm -hmm. he's got a change of scenery and Mm -hmm. um he seems to be enjoying himself and getting along with everyone
0: but if they start the season two and five he had some adversity in camp when he was like yeah. dropping the ball. He's got to started to getting mad at his motherfucking people. Exactly. All right. Yeah.
1: And if they start the season two and five, and that New York media starts to descend on him, I think we're going to see ain't going to be no relax. We're going <laughs> to see that other version of Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. that happened after all of the ayahuasca and darkness retreats and like yeah. hey, leave me alone kind of business.
0: Yeah. So uh, that's my that's my argument. Of course, mm. there's an argument for them having a, a great defense, and then Rodgers just. Mm. managing and keeping them afloat and winning games in that way
1: one thing that i do think is going to be very real and very electric this year is this uh aaron Rodgers to garrett wilson hookup yes that I shit like is going to be a lot, dope yeah. i think that one's going to be really fun i am a little worried about their running back situation Brees hall is coming off of a, a injury from last year he's still kind of considered questionable, yeah. but they also have Dalvin Cook in the building who was also banged up last year. So it's like, you know, if their running back room can stay healthy, then yeah, then, then, then yeah, some. it's going to be great. And it'll take a lot of pressure off of the offensive line and off of Rodgers too. But if it's not, it could spiral.
0: Yeah. You know? Then we got the Dolphins, mm-hmm. who uh, I, mean, I feel like that's another team that can go surprise everybody or like pleasantly surprise everybody or disappoint right. uh, heavily. Uh, and everything's everybody's talking about the health of Tua Tonguvaloa, right? Um, but me personally, as a Dolphins fan, I think it's not sexy and all, but Vic Pangeo, <laughs> and that defense is going to be one of the top in the NFL, yeah. Even without Jalen Ramsey, because. Christian Wilkins is mm. one of the best defensive tackles, if not the best. Well, not can't be the best. No, with Aaron Donald being the best defensive player in our generation, but d- Christian Wilkins is balling. Mm. And uh, and then they bring over uh, Long from uh, was he a code or te- Texas from the AFC South. Uh, who's mm. watch out for him? Mm. Uh, who's used to the Fangio system next to to Baker, and then they still got X at cornerback. It's like all of these pieces with one of the best defensive minds, uh, the football scene, it's going to be tough out there for teams to score on the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, and then you still got to figure out how to manage uh, Tyreek Hill,
0: yep. Jalen Waddle, Yep, Mike McDaniel. Uh,
1: I think Mike calling. McDaniel. I think given the fact that last year was effectively Mike McDaniel's first year as a play caller, like mm-hmm. I expect him to get even better. Good point. He, to me, feels like the kind of person who can look back at what he did and say, hmm, I think I know how to get better. Yep. He looks he looks like a football nerd.
0: He is. You know what and I mean? And it was a lot uh, I've noticed in the preseason it seemed like a lot of perimeter focus. Mm-hmm. They're doing a lot of stuff on the outside because mm-hmm. last year it was a lot in the middle. Right. Everybody picked up on it. The Chargers showed how to stop it. And then now Miami's been playing against the same style of defense every day that the Chargers use. And uh yeah, it's been a and it's been a back and forth, so I hear from the <laughs> Cap. So, right. Yeah.
1: I don't we'll know see. what else to say about the Buffalo Bills other than the fact that they're clearly, just by nature of the way that they've played over the last two years, appear to be the presumptive favorite to win this division. Yeah. Um, they, I don't, I, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, Josh Allen was not without its his faults, but he always seemed to, you know, he, he did manage to win a lot of football games last year. Yeah, man. And he does tend to put the team on his back, which I think sometimes backfires. You know what I want to
0: watch out for? mm? Leslie Frazier taking the year off. Mm, Okay. People haven't talked about that. Defensive coordinator just decided not going to do it this year. Right. Why? So who's doing it now? I'm pretty sure they said Sean McDermott is calling plays on the defense.
1: And who's calling the offensive plays?
0: I don't know. Because that used to be. um, It was Brian Dayball. And now it's. uh, I forget their coordinator. But uh, so I'm like, why did he quit? And then he got the little, you know, a little bit of turmoil or saying might be just camp drama uh, with uh, Stephon Diggs. But I don't also, know. Also, they're
1: going to be without Von Miller for, you know, Von Miller got injured at the end of last year. They're going to be without him for the first couple yeah. weeks at least. So it'll be interesting to see how the defense it was Ken up. Dorsey.
0: Ken Dorsey, right. Remember, he's all yeah. getting mad in the booth and all
1: that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Is he the one who smashed them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Was that on Thanksgiving? Uh, believe so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was funny as hell. He absolutely destroyed that yeah. that Microsoft Surface.
0: <laughs> he was going to make sure that shit broke. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that, was, that was another one. So I was like, hmm.
1: I'm also naturally very excited to see how the Bills are going to manage to use uh, my man, former Bulldog, James Cook, if they're going to use him mm. the way they should have used him last year, uh, which is not only as a running back, but also as a, a short passing threat. Uh, get him out in space. Take yeah. some pressure. I think I really think, and uh, my bulldog homerism aside, I truly think that he will provide some uh, relief relief for yes. Josh Allen. Like you do not have to he take all to. those hits yeah. yourself because yeah. he also did not finish the year healthy. Remember, no. he had a similar UCL. he yeah. had that elbow, Party, yeah. he had the elbow thing, and it. it Definitely made him look like a worse quarterback after he got hurt. So,
0: and then the surprise of the division, I think the Patriots are going to be really good. They're gonna you're gonna come out of there knowing you've been in a fight every game. Really? They're gonna have a top three. You think so I think they're gonna have a top three defense in the NFL. Mm-hmm. They're they're young. They were they've been they've quietly been nailing the draft mm-hmm. last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually have an offensive coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of two guys that don't know what they're doing. I think I wouldn't be shocked if they had the second best record in the division.
1: Whoa, that's an interesting take.
0: Yeah, man. I've, I still, I'm call me old school, but I still think defense wins games, man. Right. And I think they're going to have, a they're just going to be like, hey, Mac, do what you do. Do your fucking small short passes, five yards per attempt, and don't th- turn it over, and mm. we'll win this game. Mm. And that's going to be them. And Bill Belichick don't give a fuck. He don't care if Mac Jones is the MVP candidate. He just wants to win games. Right. And they're gonna, going to go on back to old school football.
1: They still have Ramondre running the rock. They're going to uh, do it, yep. They added uh, Juju Smith-Schuster to their wide receiver room. Yeah. Uh, who, you know, say what you will, he's he's a big, strong target.
0: You I know what I mean? I just saw something about him. Um, Didn't he have some issue? Oh, is he hurt? I don't know, man. I'll look it up. It um, was something about him. Yeah,
1: you know, it maybe I I too have some. uh um, PTSD from playing the Patriots. Yeah. I, I I just which has left me with this assumption that Belichick will always figure out a way to remain relevant.
0: Yeah. Um. They said his knee is a mess. Juju Smith Schuster. Oh shit! Somebody okay. went in and said that his knee is fucked up.
1: Okay. Well, then I misspoke. I do that sometimes.
0: What do you mean? I
1: said he was going to be. <laughs> He still could. Awesome this year.
0: They just said, "Man, watch out for his knee." They said it's a but he fired back, saying it's bullshit. Uh huh. Okay. There's, there's reports out there. His uh, his knee is all. Ticking time bomb is what they use.
1: Oh lord, that's not good. Uh, speaking of a tip ticking time bomb, let's move on to the AFC South. Am I right? <laughs> this division's waiting to blow up. Yeah, man. Uh, thought of as either the worst or second worst division uh, in the NFL. Yeah uh take your pick afc south nfc south they're both trash uh i feel like everyone has already crowned the jacksonville jaguars to win this division like it's already over they haven't even started playing and it's over it's it's, done that's how it feels what do you think
0: um i think they should take a step forward but don't forget (laughs) that uh everybody's talking about trevor lawrence taking the next step but They couldn't have come back if he didn't throw all them goddamn interceptions. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Sometimes he just makes head-scratching plays. Mm. He's still a young player. I don't know, man. I feel like – I I mean, I trust Doug Peterson. I always liked him. Um, But we'll see. We'll see what happens. I don't think it's a runaway, like people are saying. Right. They're just booking him to win a division. I don't think it's that simple. I
1: I think I started off assuming that they were going to win this by a country mile, but um, Mm -hmm. Mike Vrabel – yeah,
0: you don't win anything a country mile over that guy,
1: Mike Vrabel. I, I just start. I guess maybe I started to come to my senses, and I think the Tennessee Titans will 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 make it harder than than I initially anticipated. The Jaguars did add Calvin Ridley, uh, which I guess is what a lot of the hype is over. Um, now they have because you know last year essentially they had three slot receivers, right. right? And now that they've added Calvin Ridley, who is kind of a legitimate deep threat. Everybody else can kind of shift back into what where they should have been, right? Christian Kirk can can be that, you know, mid uh, midfield, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, intermediate range target uh, in between the hash marks. Ridley's going deep. The other guys are cutting, doing slants across the middle, or you know, back shoulder towards the sideline. The uh, now their team offensively at least makes a lot more sense. The big question mark is still. How good is their defense going to be? Yeah. Um. Yeah. That. I. Uh, yeah. That. That <laughs> remains to
0: be seen. And that's a. Uh, yeah. Because what's his name is known as an offensive coach. Mm. So we'll see. But don't sleep on Evan Ingram, man. Mm. He might have a monster year. Good. I really like him. Yeah. Sure. Uh, the Tennessee Titans. Mm. Just watch out for them motherfuckers, man. Yeah. They got I- DeAndre Hopkins now.
1: And they still have Derrick Henry. I, I I'm not yeah. like I'm not ready to say that yeah, Derrick Henry it. is done. <laughs>
0: I need to see it. Yeah. Like
1: I need I need a legitimate like injury or like three games in a row where he puts up twenty five yards on like yeah. twenty carries or something. It's like I, I, I need to see it because this man I still have visions of this man stiff arming people into the center of the universe. And you know what I mean?
0: You cannot stack the box this year because mm. you got DeAndre Hopkins on the outside. Yeah, that's true. So if you do, do it at your own risk. Tanya's still got a good a good deep ball. Mm-hmm. So defenses are going to have to play them more honest than they did last year because they got rid of A.J. Brown.
1: And, you know, I think it went slightly unnoticed, but uh, receiver Traylon Burks got a lot better as the year went on last year. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he could be like a real playmaker for this team this year from from week one. I think he's he's he got he showed improvement as the year progressed. Um,
0: What do you think about the Colts?
1: I don't usually (laughs) think about them unless Jim Ursay is like, you know,
0: doing something stupid. We talked about him earlier and I think it's gonna be are they the new commanders? Are they gonna be the next team that their owner is just in the way and now
1: Yeah. No, I, I think yeah, for sure. But I think yeah, the answer is yes, but for very different reasons. Right, right, But right. but yeah, the 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 way you worded it, I think was perfect. The owner who's standing in the way of his team's success yeah. for whatever reason it cannot be forgotten. That this is Indianapolis's seventh quarterback in like s- in six years
0: since since Luck. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because like you've had like that. Luck. Yeah, Rivers. Jacoby Brissett, Brissett took over oh, for count, yeah. yeah. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Then we had Matt Ryan.
1: There was somebody before that.
0: Uh. Wasn't there? I don't I don't remember, man. They suck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who came after Philip Rivers? Ah, Carson Wentz. How yes, could we Carson forget? Carson Wentz, yes. Then Matt Ryan. Yeah. And then Anthony Richardson. Yes. Okay, so six. But that's bad. I mean, t- you literally had a brand new starting quarterback. Who was quarterback. the guy
0: after Ryan? Or didn't they bench Ryan last year? We had somebody, the young dude. Yeah,
1: yeah. was it like Easton Stick yeah, or like yeah,
0: something like that? Colton. Easton's dick.
1: Subterfuge or something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. <clears throat> I just remember yeah. Jeff Saturday like that's... coming in off of his ESPN analyst job, having yeah. never coached.
0: But it's not looking good so far, man.
1: I mean, the only thing that's really kind of... Well, there's a few things that are fascinating here. A, Anthony Richardson. I can tell you from having seen this man with my own eyes play college football, um, he's a terrible quarterback. (laughs) Like, at the actual... like The things that would qualify as, like, these are part of your job description. I mean, he had, like, an under 50% pass completion percentage in in college. He only played, like, 12 or 13 games. Um, He started out as, like, a gadget player. More or less, um, he he's just not he's not very good at throwing the football. That being said, he his traits are off the charts. He's he's what six seven two hundred something pounds. He's a huge giant man, mm. uh, and will probably get them out of trouble running the football from time to time. Okay, um, but I don't I don't see that adding up to wins. I see him being a great fantasy quarterback, right? but not a very good actual quarterback. Is that why you took him,
0: stole him from uh, from us?
1: Like, shit, I'm just putting him on my bench. He's my backup, bitch. <laughs> then
0: we got the Houston <laughs> Texans, uh, who I think they shouldn't worry, and they should just mm. watch this year with, like, looking down the line more so than hoping for, you know, just be happy. You feel, it feels like you got your coach, and right. it feels like you got your quarterback. And just enjoy the season and maybe watch a little more Red Zone if it gets to right. that.
1: My only warning for the Texans would be uh, I do think C.J. Stroud will develop into a good NFL quarterback, but y- y- even though you're going to be a bad football team this year, y- you got to protect this kid. You got to yeah. protect him. You got to protect him uh, because he, unlike Richardson, is a is an actual quarterback um, and you just can't break him in year one. No. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. I mean, the Bengals nearly killed Joe, Joe Burrow. Yep. Who's the other Carr who basically, who actually used to play for Houston? David Carr. David Carr, yeah. yeah. I mean, he basically was run yeah, out of the league in four or five years because they yeah, couldn't protect true. him either. Uh, so, yeah, protect this man. That's all I have to say about them.
0: <laughs> then we got the AFC North. That's all I have to say about that. you <laughs> <laughs> Then we got the uh, AFC North. Which is the division that is the thorn in our fucking sides when it comes to our division bets. We haven't get, guessed it right yet, and I don't think we'll guess it right this year. And
1: either. I still think this is the hardest one to pick.
0: Yeah. Right now. Any team can... There's an argument for each one of these teams to win the division. Agreed. And there's also an argument for each one of these teams to basement... Oh, maybe not the Bengals. To be in the basement.
1: Do you think this division will send three teams to the playoffs?
0: Nah, AFC is too loaded. It's so hard, isn't it? AFC is too loaded. You're not sending three. I don't think any. I don't know. I think nah, because they're all beating each other up in the good divisions. Uh, I think the the West could send one or two, mm. AFC West. The East could send one or two. Mm. The South's only sending one, and the North <laughs> is probably sending. Ah, they're probably beat the hell out of each other. I don't right. know. Uh, but yeah, we could start with the Bengals. Wack Taylor. Mm. might uh i don't know he might have to earn his might have to earn his keep mm. if uh, burrow isn't 100 percent. so we'll see they still have one of the best defensive coordinators in the league great defense young defense big and Lou. their their roster is ready man it's just like this the big thing is escaping them and their window might be closing so they gotta make a move
1: i feel like it's now or never yeah for the cincinnati bengals um you know burrow famously said last year that the the super bowl window is open as long as he's playing i don't it's cool I that, he, that i think it's cool that he said that i don't actually think it's true though um he's going to have to get his big contract extension jamar chase is going to have to get his big extension which essentially means that they're not going to be able to keep t higgins and tyler boyd um they might only be able to keep one of them or they might lose both of them Mm. which yeah. would be significant. Uh, they have lost some significant players on defense this year, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, could be problematic. And the other thing that worries me about them a little bit is that they have never really been that great at running the ball. They are actually what I would feel would be a pretty good candidate for, for like a Kareem Hunt, mm. right? One, two, mixing and Hunt, boom, boom. Uh, kind of like the way that yeah. the Browns used to use Chubb and Hunt. Mm-hmm. I, 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 like I just, that. I think they, I think they, I think the window is open right now. I feel like it's getting ready to shut, but I feel like they're missing one or two pieces to make it happen.
0: Hmm. Yeah, the uh, Ravens. How do you feel about them?
1: I, this might be the team that I'm most excited to see this year.
0: Hmm. Oh, cause your boy Munkin?
1: It's partly because my guy Todd Munkin, former uh Bulldog offensive coordinator, uh, is now. It's <laughs> also partly because I I've always had this thing for Lamar Jackson. I really, really yeah, like him.
0: Same. Um from software. And
1: I really want him to I think you know what made me really like him? It was when it was after was it after the M V P season? Where, cause you know, initially when he came into the league, a lot of people criticized him and said, he's not a real quarterback. He's just a running back who throws mm-hmm. the football. Yeah. And then he won the MVP and his first comments in the press conference was like, not too bad for a running back, huh?
0: <laughs> and I was like, he remembers that this shit. motherfucker. Yeah.
1: And I actually I bought it. a t-shirt for Isak like maybe five years ago. That was this cool t-shirt with Lamar Jackson on it. And it says not bad for a running back on it. Uh,
0: I like it. <laughs> uh, so I've
1: always really liked him. And I want him to succeed, and I feel like the Ravens now finally have—he finally has receivers to throw the ball to.
0: And the offensive, like a pass-oriented offense.
1: Yeah, because they've always been good at running the ball. They've yeah. always had a good defense, right? They still got Roquan Smith, which is like—I mm-hmm. mean, this team—there's a legitimate argument to make that the Baltimore Ravens could win this division. Damn.
0: It's tough, man. You could do it every team.
1: Their their secondary still kind of sucks. That was it's always been their weakness. Yeah, man. It'd be
0: kind of interesting to see if they can fix that this year. They say if you if you if the hands are up at the end of the play, somebody fucked up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's been too many times yeah. when the <laughs> Ravens defenders secondary hands are up. Like, man, who's those who, guys at? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you got the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, you do. Uh, I don't, we haven't seen. Deshaun Watson play like Deshaun Watson of old. So that's the only thing that's got the jury out, but they've got a good team. Their roster is good. Right.
1: The, uh, the predominant narrative around the Cleveland Browns right now is that they are a fantastic football team on paper. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone is assuming that Deshaun Watson uh, is like some sort of a elastic rubber band that will yeah. eventually return back to his original form. I'm not convinced that that's going to happen.
0: We haven't seen him like, like we've seen him do amazing things. Right. When a play breaks down. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying he's not a capable passer. We've seen him look good, like MVP type of stuff, but it's always, most of the time, at least the stuff we see on the highlights is him like, resetting in the pocket or like moving out of the pocket and doing some crazy shit and then, or maybe some crazy run away. But I don't know. He's going to need to do something different in Cleveland.
1: That's why I think it can, it it cannot be forgotten that when we used, before all of the some 60 massage therapist story came along, (laughs) when we used to think of Deshaun Watson as a top five quarterback, Mm -hmm. he played for a four win football team. Exactly. Okay. So, I just, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying that this man is as good as everyone thinks he should be. Uh, yeah. And I think if he does not play well this year, the whole Cleveland Browns situation is going to just cave in on itself.
0: Yeah. It's going to be like how what happened in the Hackett. They put all their eggs in the Russell Wilson basket. Mm. And then next thing you know, the coach is out of there. As
1: long What's as, as my man a Nick seat? Chubb gets 1,000 uh, yards, I don't care.
0: He probably will. Just
1: while the house is on fire, Nick Chubb is just running the rock all over the place.
0: (laughs) We'll see, man. But they could end up, it is where he's a great quarterback, and then they win 12, 13 games. Sure. That's That's also
1: also possible.
0: The uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, man. Mm. Still no losing season for Mike Tomlin somehow. Mm. We thought it was going to happen last year, and then nope. (laughs) Mm. This dude is resilient uh, and... And it was without TJ Watt, correct, for most of the season.
1: He missed Ah. seven games last year. It was such
0: a remember that it was just a pectoral thing. It was just like, oh no, you can see when he. uh, But he'll be back. Kenny Pickett looked great at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. He was up there. uh, I would say Kenny Pickett.
1: If there were an award for like preseason hype, Kenny Pickett wins it. Like this oh, year, oh, this yeah, year yeah, in the yeah. preseason, yeah. like so many people are raving about the improvement of Kenny Pickett, yeah. and everyone's—I'm not the only one out here Grapefruit and former Bulldogs. Everyone's yeah. falling in love with George Pickens right now with all those crazy catches yeah. and stuff. Yep. Uh, I, this this might be my second. Like I said, the Ravens were the team I was most interested to see what they're going to look like. This 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 is a close second. I'm fascinated to see yeah. what Tomlin is going to do. I I just have so much respect for him as a coach.
0: Yeah, same. I loved it when he said – I watched an interview with him on The Pivot, Mm. and they were were talking to him about everything. And I was watching because I wanted to hear what he had to say about Brian Flores. Mm -hmm. But the whole interview was fantastic. And one of the things he said was if somebody – if you don't get excited about a player that needs help, like Mm -hmm. that needs – some coaching up Mm -hmm. then you're not worth your salt as a coach. Right. It's like, I get excited when somebody has deficiencies. Yeah. Cause I could make that guy reach his maximum capability that he didn't know he could reach. Mm -hmm. And that gets me excited. I don't want the perfect player, whatever. He's good. Yeah, we got it. He's, he's got it. I want that guy who's marginal. (laughs) It's like, whoa, I love this guy. Love him. (laughs) Love him.
1: (laughs) Another interesting thing to watch out for with the Steelers. There's this, there's this rumor out there that they're, their RB2, Jalen uh, oh, yeah. Warren, yep. people are starting to say that he could be this year's Tony Pollard. Oof. In that, remember when we all used to think that mm. Tony Pollard was better than Zeke? Yeah. And we were wondering why they don't give him the ball more? Yeah. And it turns out that we were all right. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Mm. They're saying that this guy might actually be better than Najee Harris. Oof.
0: And Najee so, Harris is good. I so don't we'll know, see. man. Watch out for the Steelers, man. It's yeah. like, ugh. For sure, my money might be on those guys. What a division!
1: I I don't I don't even know where to begin. Like, how are we going to predict that in the next episode? I have no idea.
0: I'm still a, lost. <laughs> then we got uh, the AFC West. Mm. First things first, we got to talk about Super Bowl defending Super Bowl champion Chiefs.
1: Do we just pick them and go home? Just okay. Good night, everyone. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they're going to run away with this division, man. Feels like it. I'm not that excited about anybody else. You still got the best player in the NFL on the team. You still got the, one of the best coaches of all time leading the way. They lost Eric mean, Not much has been said about that. Sure. Um, And I don't know who took his place. So everybody's just kind of leaning on the fact that it's Andy Reid. And I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. And also, the receivers. They're treating the receivers like how San Francisco does running backs. I mean, uh, quarterbacks. So that's that's actually the only part that
1: makes me um, a little concerned. Right? So – you have a situation where you have, obviously, the most valuable player, not just for the Kansas City Chiefs, but for the entire league. He's literally the face of the National Football League, Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so I think when you're in a situation like that, you people tend to overlook the deficiencies on the rest of the team. Yep. Right? And, 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 and then they'll take it one step further. They'll say, well, as long as they have Mahomes, they're going to be fine. As long as they have Mahomes and Kelsey, they'll be fine. Oh, shit. Kelsey has a knee injury. What now? Mm. Right? Mm. They've never really been super great at running the ball. Um, We just the idea that it shouldn't matter that you don't have top level receivers. The fact that they were able (laughs) to get away with that last year doesn't make sense, for the most part. Yeah. Um, So it's either like great coaching. And and it, it or and it's also could be the case that that Mahomes really is that great. I mean Brady. I we the thought case. the same thing about Brady, right? Yep. Brady and that Patriots Name team. The way they would recycle
0: Troy Brown.
1: You know, outside of some of the big names that they had, they would recycle yeah. all these weird receivers that you never heard of. Yep. Uh, and they kept winning Super Bowls. So Troy field- Brown
0: has a Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That is a little crazy. Yeah, like thirteen catches or some crazy <laughs> shit.
1: Uh. So. Clearly, the Chiefs can still do it, and and I am of the opinion that they are, at the very least, going to win this division again until, until they prove me otherwise. I, I just don't see any. I don't see any other team in this division capable of doing that.
0: Matt Nagy is back on the roster. Right. He's. I'm not roster, but he's. Back he was on the, the
1: team. quarterback coach last year for the Chiefs, and now he's the offensive coordinator.
0: Right, and he was their offensive coordinator. In 2016 and 17, so he's very familiar with the offense, right? It might, uh, but that was with uh Alex Smith, so mm. Oof. it might be uh, might be same old same, man. Mm. I didn't know he was that familiar <laughs> with them, mm-hmm. so that's a that's something we can look forward to some success. A smart of Reed to kind of keep <coughs> it like that. Uh, then you got the Chargers, mm-hmm. big question mark, big. I don't know, man. Big Herbert's one of the future stars of the league, sure. shining star. Uh, they got these big ass receivers that one of them's injured every other week. Mm. Uh, and they have a good defense. They have good personnel on defense and they have a defensive mind to coach, but it's like they can't ever put it together. And I think I personally think Brandon Staley should have been fired last year and he's back and that doesn't feel good because there's got to be players in the locker room that feel the same way.
1: Yeah. And I, I, uh, I made it, uh, clearly known that I think that he has one of the hottest seats in the league this year. Yeah. Um but one of the other things that he has as well is he has a new offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore uh who oh, was yeah. formerly with the, the Dallas Cowboys. Oh. He's pretty good. Uh he's definitely going to He's going to create a more vertical offensive threat, I think.
0: Oh, it says here he's their future interim head coach. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
1: Exactly. Uh, And I think that he's... I think the Chargers are going to fucking grip it and rip it. They're going to be a fun football team to watch this year. Mm. They're going to... Whether that amounts to double-digit wins is uh, literally a coin toss because the Chargers... I mean, the Chargers are one of those teams, you know? The Chargers are going to charge her, you know what I mean? You never know what the fuck they're going to do until they can prove that they are a consistent team uh, that can implement a game plan week after week. Um, I just, I've never seen them do that since the Dan Fouts era. So, yeah, I need to see that.
0: The Broncos, what we got? I believe in Sean Payton, of course.
1: I believe it's a mystery.
0: But yes. It's a great football mystery. (laughs) <laughs> if, is Russell Wilson broken? That's what we're gonna find out this year. Um, I just have a, I just can't imagine Sean Payton not getting the best out of Russell Wilson. But I also can't imagine Sean Payton sticking with a broken Russell Wilson all year.
1: That's a good point, actually. I, I my feeling is that they He's can't like, I
0: bring this fucker here.
1: They can't get worse, right? Right? How many games did they win last year?
0: Four. I want to say four. Yeah,
1: four. So they can't get worse. Right? The bar's pretty low. So I mean, but they do they've had a lot of injury problems from last year and that have carried on in into this year. Jerry Judy is hurt. I think they're on they've they've mm. they've they've had some running backs get hurt. Uh um, they won five games
0: last year. Sorry. They won
1: that. five games last year. Sorry, Broncos fans. Um Mm. I I happen to have I have more faith in Russell Wilson returning to form as a functioning quarterback yeah. than I do of Deshaun Watson returning. Oh wow! To form not I, I know we've gone past that, but I would say if I had to, I'm just thinking of two mm-hmm. guys who yeah. who have high expectations yeah. this year. I have more faith in Russell Wilson to do that than I do Deshaun Watson. Um, yeah, because I think I think Russell Wilson. I think he really, I think he's, well, I guess in part, I think both guys probably care about their reputation and their legacy, yeah. but one of them actually has a chance to repair his legacy, whereas the other one, in my opinion, is yeah, irredeemable. Damn, yeah, yeah. People are going <laughs> to uh, bring
0: that shit up forever. Uh, but yeah. with, uh, with the with Wilson, Sean Payton kind of put him in his place, so I'm hearing, yeah, because he had his own trainers and he had his own different he had his own own office office he had staff (laughs) and shit and he's like no man that's not happening i'm in charge here and he pulled he scaled it back or pulled it back got the reins back after what he himself described as the worst situation he's seen and i feel like russell wilson knowing that this shit could be over might be just what he needs
1: I think so too. I, I think Sean Payton is probably going to be a very good influence on him. And uh, if it
0: is over, if he's not just up to it, up you know, to it, then he's out. And who they bringing Stidham? Yeah. Who, who they bringing back up? Isn't that yeah? Or I, I want to yeah. say Jerry St- or Stidham might be in the, I in the he Raiders. I think you might be right. Here's a current quote
1: uh, that I found this morning from Sean Payton. Sean Payton was responding to Russell Wilson caring too much about his public image. Mm. And he said, quote, will you fucking stop kissing all the babies? You're not running for public office. who did he say that to? He said it to Russell Wilson.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. What are, how did Wilson respond? I don't know, actually. <laughs> uh, that's great. But that's yeah. good, man.
1: He's like, fucking block out all the noise and play quarterback. Yes,
0: that's all I need. That's and all I we think, need.
1: And I, I agree with you. I believe that Sean Payton can be that mentor, for Russell Wilson. Ken Stefanski.
0: I, no. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. There's a, no. a difference, man. Uh, then you got the Raiders uh, and the and genius head coach. Mm. Uh, <laughs> the inglorious Josh, bastard himself. Josh McDaniels, uh, who's got Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. I don't know, man. I feel like this might be more of a drop-off. He went to the principal's office three times last year. <laughs> I think he's that's two hot seats in the same division, man.
1: And he also has probably what is arguably one of the most handsome quarterbacks in the entire National Football League history. Living in Las Vegas, where the various brothels that exist (laughs) outside outside, of the city limits have all publicly issued um, like free services to Jimmy Garoppolo for as long as he's a Raider. Like, it, there's photographs of these these women who work at the brothels holding up signs saying, welcome to Las Vegas, Jimmy. He's been there. And it's like, whoo, this man, he's very handsome in a dark suit.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: Well, that's a, uh, is that it for the AFC?
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, that is it, my friend. Damn. That is it.
0: Wow. Well, um, we'll talk about predictions and all of that soon. Mm. But I'm feeling like the strongest division, Mm. AFC-wise, is AFC North, followed close second by the AFC East. Yeah. If I were to predict the most wins, I'd say uh, AFC East might have the most wins out of all the divisions. Mm. AFC North, they might beat the shit out of each other. That's true. But uh, we'll see, man. I feel like the AFC East is strong and they're right up there. AFC West is... The easiest to call, I think, unless something happens to Mahomes. So, Interesting, man. I'm ready, man. Football's in a few days. I'm so excited. Shit, football is tomorrow. Yeah. Chiefs, we'll see if Kelsey plays. Who are the Chiefs playing? Lions. First game, (laughs) Chiefs-Lions. Chiefs-Lions. I get to wake up to some football. I love it, man. It's hot. Well, we'll be back soon. Y'all stay tuned for our predictions. And we're going to be flipping and picking and all that stuff, man. That's right. So, uh, and we'll be back with these two, two uh, episodes per week. It's going to be fun, man. SpinFL's back. That means the NFL is back. Mm. Let's go. Let's do it. Well, uh, holla at y'all later. Thank y'all for checking out this episode of SpinFL. It has been John DeRollin. And Skip Musara With SpinFL. We'll holla at y'all later. Hey. Later, y'all.